0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: I can't help feeling uh, that this isn't your major priority today. I mean, if I was going to camp for four days at a music festival, I would have that on my mind more than... But don't you
2: forget I'm a professional. (laughs) I'm well, always with the thing that I'm doing now. Yep. Now is podcast time.
1: Hello and it's uh, number 26.
2: Half a year of podcast. Half a year
1: indeed. Can uh, you
2: believe it's been that long?
1: Uh, tw- yes, 26 weeks. No, I can't believe it's been that long. Who knew? It
2: doesn't feel as long as that.
1: No, it doesn't. Uh, that's because every week is fresh. And let's hope this week... It- <laughs> it's because we never- it's
2: so much fun.
1: Yeah. Well, we never know how fresh or not it's going to be, but let's hope this week is one of those that uh, that is. Fresh. I was surprised to read that romantic comedies... The famous rom-coms—they're not making them anymore. No. Apparently, because they don't make—they don't make enough money. It's a lot. And I love
2: rom-coms so. I know you love
1: rom-coms, but what happens is, you know, every now and then you get a standout rom-com like *Sleepless in Seattle*, which will catch a popular mood. Uh, But most of the time, they're just spending money on making rom-coms, and they're Mm -hmm. not the big movies. The ten most successful romantic comedies. uh, Oh,
2: should I try and see if I can guess them?
1: Yeah, go on, guess them. Should I try
2: and get five? Get five Just so it's not them. boring.
1: Go on. Right.
2: Um, <laughs> Love Actually.
1: Love Actually is not on the list. Not on the list? It's not on the list. Do you like my Nick uh, yeah, nails yeah, impersonation? Yeah. Go on, do another one.
2: When Harry Met Sally.
1: When Harry Met Sally is not on the list.
2: Oh my God, you've got mail.
1: Is not on the list.
2: What's the, they put on this list? Um, there's something about Mary.
1: Is on the list. Yeah,
2: because it's the thing when she does it with the gel in her hair. Everyone yes, loves that.
1: everyone loves that, yeah. Well, I'll tell you why. Like
2: weddings, Wedding crashes. I don't know. Wedding that's crashes. That's not even a rom com really. That's
1: not on the list either. There's a list of the ten most successful romantic comedies, mm-hmm. and this is uh, on the basis of how much money they took. So Right,
2: okay. So not how, like, When Harry Met Sally is so long-lasting. Or uh, Annie Hall.
1: No, Annie Hall's not on the list I'll tell you what is on the list because otherwise we'll be here all day Uh, what's on the list is pretty woman is the uh, most successful one of all time then it's my big frat Greek wedding then it's there's something about Mary and Arthur 1981 very successful film in that I've not even
2: seen that
1: no well I don't think you'd like it it's Dudley Moore Dudley Moore and... I've
2: got uh, nothing
1: against Dudley Moore. No, he's no longer with us. Yeah, it's, it's Dudley Moore and John Gielgud, he's also no longer with us. It was 1981, it's 30 odd years ago, but stills take taking more money than a lot of more recent movies. And then after that we get to as good as it gets. Mm. Uh, Hollywood studios have largely given up on stories of couples overcoming obstacles to find true love. Uh, however, uh, the streaming service uh, Netflix is reviving the genre for what is believed to be a hidden fan base. So you part of that hidden it's a not hidden hiding part, it yeah but there's no When Harry Met Sally and there's no uh, they've Amity. just
2: released a couple actually on Netflix so but we did too. watch
1: last night a sensational film brilliant um, Lady Bird mm-hmm. which I've seen at the pictures and I really enjoyed it then and watched it again last night on uh, Sky Movies superb
2: oh it's amazing so, I've never I've never seen it before but I absolutely loved it mm. and you knew I'd love it though
1: so. I knew you'd love that one because a lot of it's to do with mothers and daughters the relationship between mothers and daughters who love you but can be hypercritical. Yeah, uh, um, and also
2: a lot about, like, because I went to Catholic school all through and um, being, like, five years old to mm. 16. And, and once again, we
1: can have another bash at pronouncing Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse. Saoirse.
2: Saoirse Ronan.
1: So, uh, rom-coms, they're not, they're not popular anymore. But I just popular. think
2: it's because no one's writing a good one.
1: Well, you might be right but I think it's because they don't want to take a chance if you've got a franchise and it's already been successful mm. you know, that's why like superhero
2: films are just the only things being made
1: precisely you, you, you can pour money into them and know you're going to get your money back yeah, yeah. even if they're not brilliant films but with a rom-com you could pour money in and then you just will it You know, will it be a sleepers yeah, in yeah. Seattle or you've got mail or will it just sink without trace <laughs> Well now, despite the fact you're going to Leeds Fest and... Later today. Later today. You've still done lots of research.
2: Oh, so much.
1: Well, go on, tell us what you've researched.
2: So, I thought, as we're on a media, kind of, we're talking about films and TV shows, that we could talk about a show called Insatiable. Mm -hmm. I didn't know whether you have heard about this. Never heard of it. So, it was a really, really big story, and it's... Insatiable is a TV show where the protagonist hates herself and she's really really fat she's called patty like fat patty and loses loads of the weight and then becomes happy and but she's not really and the much done premise of someone who's really fat and then they lose loads of weight and then their life's not actually as fulfilling as they thought it would be right. the classic um, and loads of people have said it's awful so
1: why is it, it awful
2: so The premise of
1: it is awful. The
2: premise of it is awful, and the actual TV show is not good because it fat shames. And it suggests that Patty was right to hate herself and that fat people should hate themselves and they should hurt their bodies until they get better, which is to say skinny. Um, And 228,000 names signed a petition to stop its release, but that was only after seeing the trailer, not actually seeing the whole thing. So the creator of it said the negative response was tantamount. Were, were tantamount? I don't know. Tantamount It's a word, yeah. Word? Yes, tantamount. Is it a word? It is a
1: word, yes.
2: We're tantamount to censorship because no one had actually mm. seen the thing. And so I thought that it's interesting to talk about fat-shaming and how society views fat as a bad thing and skinny as a good thing, even the skinny people can be really unhealthy and sad and stuff. But what's more interesting, I think, is the idea of censorship and of people... And so everyone said, don't watch it, don't watch it, blah, 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 blah. But is it kind of shielding ourselves? Well, there's two, there's
1: two issues here. I, th- I don't necessarily think the censorship issue is the more interesting. I think it's the the fat shaming. Uh, not so much fat shaming, but this is, I mean, this is a very difficult area for parents. You know, with parents, you, when, when you're bringing up your children, you want them to to eat right, you want them to eat, eat well. Uh, but you don't want them to get obsessed with food and what they're eating. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you don't know where. I know
2: that you and mum do, like, pester me about eating.
1: Well, there's not, not even no, pestering... No, not pester,
2: but just, your, I think you're more aware of it now than perhaps your parents were, of making sure oh, totally, that I'm totally. eating totally,
1: totally. But also, you don't want to give your children an eating disorder. We've mm-hmm. been brought up, where all, when all our kids, you know, in the last 30 years, when we've been bring, bring, bringing up children... There's been a, a national conversation, almost a national obsession. With, oh my with god,
2: people are just obsessed with food. Yeah, I, and me included. Like I think about what I'm eating. Yeah, always. When Precisely,
1: I'm eating it. and it's a national obsession with not giving you. You know, years ago, I'm sh- I, I can't even remember having a conversation with my parents about food mm. the stuff was put on the table you ate it and that was really the end of it yeah, yeah. Um, i saw
2: someone um kind of writing about so she'd suffered from like an eating disorder and blah 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 and she said that i've gotten to a point in my life where i eat when i'm hungry i sleep when i'm tired and yeah. that's that's as simple as it needs to be i just eat yeah as much as i am but (laughs) i'm hungry
1: it's in the the national conversation all the time the newspapers Mm. you see you know what you
2: can eat superfoods
1: superfoods that's nonsense for a start i wish they'd just get completely get rid of Mm. superfoods it's absolute nonsense Uh, most of the stuff you read in the newspapers about food yeah um, what makes you fat what makes you thin what gives you cancer what you know
2: speeds up your metabolism Mm. like Everything in you, I mean,
1: basically, if I if I was the dictator of the country, and it's a great shame that I'm not. But if I mm. were, I would ban. A great shame. It's a great shame. One of the things I would do was be ban newspapers from writing about. He ban newspapers. No, I getting
2: rid of a free press that would be his first. No, jump. I would stop
1: them writing, especially the Daily Mail. I would stop. You know, I'm nothing against the Daily Mail, but I would stop them writing. No, yeah, but you food don't
2: read any of these. Girl magazines, well, like it's the same Cosmopolitan. Stuff. Yeah, well, the middle, of, the
1: middle of the male, that sort of woman yeah. section of the male, is the same as those women's magazines. So, you know, that is an important issue. And you're not able to... If your child's getting fat, you know, if your child is fat... How the hell do you approach that?
2: It's not healthy to go either way, to be completely obsessive over food. And I mean, I follow these accounts on Instagram that are these health accounts and they post videos of their workouts and what they're eating. And I just don't think it's a healthy way to live. And I mean, I do it as well. I'm not a saint. But I don't think it's a healthy way to live to be constantly looking at what people are eating because it just.
1: But it is an obsession. It is. Isn't oh it? my God, it completely. Is an obsession. It is. And that, yeah. I mean, that is one and issue. And it's
2: these um, like juice cleansers have you heard you know these and it's these girls who show them standing with their juicers looking gorgeous in like workout gear and whatever saying a juice cleanse like detox your body and it's like when did we come to a point where we thought we need to flush out foods and then just eat liquids yeah. like Oh, it's stupid, completely It's complete insane.
1: nonsense. You know, that issue is an, is an important issue. And I don't know what the what the uh, solution is to that. Mm. I really don't.
2: I think just... See,
1: we worry about you. Ignore it. We worry about you because you're vegetarian. <laughs> I'm doing air quotes here. You're vegetarian, you're pescatarian. You're vegetarian, but you eat fish. So when you're not eating fish, we worry that you're not getting any proteins you're just eating carbohydrates and i'm speaking as a a man who's got about 27 pot noodles in the back of the car Uh, yeah but that's a that's a camping thing
2: that is a camping thing
1: all right but
2: i don't usually have 27 no but
1: there, there will be days where you'll just eat things like a bit of pasta and maybe like the other day I, I'm, a,
2: I'm bad for skipping meals. I skip lunch all the time. I know, you're I'm bad really for bad skipping for
1: meals and you're bad for not getting protein. And that's what I worry that you don't get protein. Um, I'd just
2: like to say that, to paint a picture for you, hmm. um, we're having this very quite intense dis- like discussion and it's quite a serious topic. And Dad is holding... A tiny little Argos pen and it's, pointing it.
1: Yes, this is my big well, I think it would be one more, of
2: the little blue ones.
1: It would be more aggressive if I was pointing a big pen at you. That's why I've deliberately chosen this tiny little harmless Argos pen, <laughs> like a little baby pen. Where'd you even to get it from? You. Well, it's not mine. I presume it came from Argos. Or betting shops. Betting yeah, shops betting
2: shops do have, have tiny I bet little Paddy pens. Power, though, have green ones. They
1: probably do. But I did make a joke years ago. I said, my wife's worried that I'm betting too much. Why's that? Well, all my pens are only three inches long. Mm, that's um, funny. Uh, talking about being a pescatarian, which is what you are, Bill Bailey does a very funny joke where he says, yeah, I'm a vegetarian now. Nah, I'm not a strict vegetarian. I eat fish and duck. He said because that's like it's in the water most of the time. It's semi-submerged. That's almost like a fish.
2: Semi-submerged.
1: Yeah. So just in case you wanted to get into uh, eating duck, no, on the censorship issue. Yeah. I think it's absolutely we should take no notice whatsoever of people who criticise things before they've seen. Yeah,
2: them. yeah, yeah. Exactly. And she was kind of saying the trailer doesn't show the whole story. And no, no trailer can,
1: tells that us. You can story. say it
2: afterwards, but you need to. You need to watch it to be able to complain that much about it. Mm. Which I think is as the creator of a show is Mm. very fair.
1: And I think also we should have the freedom, not to fat shame, but to accept the fact that sometimes people are overweight.
2: Okay, so it's we know that it's unhealthy to be overweight. We know that as fact. Mm. You're carrying around loads of extra weight, it puts extra pressure on your heart, like as a scientific thing. But we shouldn't necessarily say fat is bad. No. and skinny is good because that's an no. unhealthy way to look at it as well
1: what's the solution? just stop talking about it as much
2: yeah I think stop talking about food
1: it's interesting we, we say stop talking about food as we've just developed, developed a whole segment really to talking mm. about food <laughs> Just doing uh, some of the emails, we have got quite a lot of emails. If you mm-hmm. do want to uh, write to us and feedback, you might have something uh, you want to tell us about uh, food issues and stuff. It's Martin and Ruth Podcast at gmail.com. So, all one word Martin and Ruth Podcast at com. Matty Hayward, one of our uh, teenage uh, viewers has said, very simple email this, I'm a teenager, Friends is rubbish, Faulty Towers is also rubbish. Regards, Friends math. is
2: not rubbish.
1: And neither is Faulty Towers, so that we can agree on something there. And he says it's Wretch32. Yeah,
2: I kind of thought that, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Patrick Fulker has drawn our attention to something we saying a couple of weeks ago about cruise ships and the way they come into certain ports and they completely disney the uh, mm. the town. Like Venice. Um, yeah, well, Venice, if you like. So th- there are great places that are being ruined by cruise ships, yeah. is more or less what we were saying. And he says, on the subject of cruises and Disneyfication, I was reminded of a short cipher...
2: Disneyfication? Cy- is Disneyfication? this
1: a real word? Well, yeah, why not? It's Disney and Disneyfication, making it more Disneyish.
2: Cool, I like
1: it. Good. On the subject of cruises and Disneyfication, I was reminded of a short sci-fi story I came across a few years ago. It imagined a future, maybe a thousand years, where whole cities were actually designed and created as attractions, then completely levelled into the desert when they became de trop, too much. Can't for the life of me remember what it's called, um, obviously. But I'm going to I'm gonna search it out and see if I can... Because you can usually find these Yeah, if, if you, you type in know. the
2: plot-ish. Yeah,
1: if it's not the plot-ish, I think. Yeah, it. I
2: mean, that's probably what will happen to Disney World at some point.
1: Well, I think it's what will happen to all sorts of places. I think they will build places for... I know there's a... The,
2: well, you can... Vegas is kind of like that. I mean, I've never been. I don't know. Yeah, Have you been?
1: I've been to Vegas, yeah.
2: Yeah, that is kind of like that. I mean, it's completely man-made in the yeah. middle of the desert.
1: Precisely. Yeah, no, it is. And, and I, I think... Probably Probably for cruise ships, as that business grows. I'm not a fan of the cruise ship business, but as that grows, in fact, we had the woman who fell off the end of the cruise ship. Did you see that story this oh, week? No, I know, didn't Spent see. Spent ten hours in the water. Um, she all right yeah she's fine she's fine the water was warm you see So a little sweat 10 hours when she got out the attendant looked at her fingers and said oh you've been in too long years ago they used to they don't do it anymore but they used to put limits on the amount of time you were allowed to spend in the swimming pool as a kid and they'd look at your fingers the Wait, atten- <laughs> there'd be an attendant would look at your fingers and throw you out the pool really yeah yeah, that's when I was. That's
2: kid. so
1: weird. Yeah, well, a lot of weird things in those days. And David Sharrett sent us very nice email. Um, he says it's a truly charming format. This is I, I format. Who knew yeah, this was a
2: format? Who knew there was
1: a format? He says none of it so far has been annoying too much
2: well just you bless him for that we're hoping to hit it this week
1: and he's what you would call one of my cronies that's been listening to me for a number of years bless him I don't know him, but he has been listening for years but he says at the end of all that he says you're both working class heroes working class Ruth Working class. See, that was me thinking we were middle class, but there you go. Hugh Besant says... Hugh
2: Besant, a regular emailer.
1: Regular emailer says, there are some things I can understand about the younger generation, but not getting Faulty Towers. He says, how can anyone watch Faulty Towers and not laugh?
2: In fairness, I have never watched it. No,
1: well, it, I just assume I I'm don't gonna, like it. Yeah, you will like it. You really will. It's I just it's don't, I don't like farce. it when
2: it's like... Yeah, I don't like farcical stuff. No, you will like it. I like it, comedy I that's you. like sitting around talking about stuff yes. like friends. you like the more verbal out.
1: verbal comedy yeah oh, that's fair enough i don't but I like think you slipping
2: will... on banana skins
1: no but it's just so beautifully constructed faulty towns you will love it There's no
2: beautifully doubt about that. constructed
1: yeah. and he said only a or two ago i watched monty python's life of brian another masterpiece should be on the curriculum monty python's life of brian is brilliant but
2: i don't like monty python i, ha- I have watched the monty python because you've got me to
1: I'm not sure I'm not forced to you Maybe when you were being naughty when you were little, I said, right, that's it, that's it, no more, well, you'll sit there and watch Monty Python. Um, I just don't
2: like it. Again, it's too. What, like what are it. they doing? Why are they all running around?
1: <laughs> what are they silly. doing? It is a bit silly, but the best model, if you are going to watch a Monty Python movie, Rather than Life of Brian, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, this has been scientifically proven is the better Python movie.
2: Scientifically.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Neil Holmes says, I have to tell you, Martin, I'm 52 years old and really enjoy the sitcom, Friends. Yeah. I enjoy the feel-good factor of this is, but also see... I that,
2: enjoy the feel-good factor too.
1: Mm, but also see that there are plenty of incidents that can be related to from the period when I was that age. It's very easy to watch, and I agree with Ruth when she says that it's something that can be on in the background, something to dip in and out of. To me, that is not the the measure for measure of good art. Ruth, what's the first thing that you remember Martin. in your whole life? Do you have any memories from uh, years and years ago?
2: No, I know some people have memories from when they were like four, but I don't even have those really. Yeah. I remember no, that's a lie. I remember my first day at school.
1: Do you know? I think that's the thing that, and it's all. If I think about this, all I can remember is first day at school. But
2: then I don't know whether that's just because. I've got pictures. Oh, I know. I actually do remember. So, my best friend, we've been friends since like the dawn of time. Like, I don't remember. <laughs> no, but I don't remember not being friends with it, is what I mean. Um, and I remember going to the hula party. They did like a Hawaiian hula party thing at nursery school so that was when I was like three and you got to dress up in like a hula skirt and everyone had to bring like their favourite doll or teddy and they dressed that up in a hula skirt and there was a paddling pool and snacks and pineapple and stuff And I remember that quite vividly.
1: Yeah. Well, you don't, actually. Uh, Oh, I don't? No, you don't. Uh, According to psychological science, all these, uh, you know, they're they're folk memories. Do you know what I mean? Right. You So I've just been told
2: about it. You've been told
1: about it. You've maybe seen pictures. Yeah, I have got
2: pictures of that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you've maybe Mm -hmm. seen pictures. And what it's saying is basically... You set
2: me up to fail there a little bit, didn't you? I did.
1: Uh, (laughs) Because
2: I've reminisced about that with my friends. Because obviously, especially if you're both there... Yeah. Then you reminisce about it and you just kind of make up stuff. and it, But it's probably right it's that you don't of, know.
1: It's sort of right-ish. This is a report in Psychological Science. Psychologists have demonstrated that it's possible to give people false memories, indistinguishable to them from ones derived from real events. A study found that if you showed people a doctored photograph depicting them in a hot air balloon, half could later recall the trip. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it is isn't No, I've
2: definitely never been in a hot air balloon.
1: Yeah. Well, that's it. As according to according to psychological science, which is an August journal of psychology, none of us can really remember anything, basically.
2: So, can I ask you to remember from a couple of weeks ago?
1: Ah, a couple of weeks ago, I might just you might just. When be able we to were do in
2: that. the the heart of the Love Island mania.
1: Ah, yes. So well, I, I think you were rather than me, but. I know.
2: Yeah. Uh, I thought you might want to catch up and know what where they are now. What what are all your favourite Love Island people doing?
1: Yes, where are they?
2: So Danny and Jack, Wes and Megan and Georgia and Sam have all moved in together. Danny and Jack have got a very swish flat on um, in Canary Wharf. You can see the gherking. Mm-hmm. Looks like The Apprentice. That's um, what we all
1: aspire to in life, is a flat that looks like it's from The Apprentice.
2: Um, Laura, not the old one, and not the one who was with Paul, but Laura who ended up with Jack, has spoken about her struggle with bulimia. She says that she was doing like adverts for Billabong since she was like twelve. I mean, adverts
1: for Billabong. Billabong. What's Billabong?
2: They're like the number one like surfing brand, and they do oh, like surfing, ski right. stuff as yeah. well. She's a she's like an, a, a champion surfer. Frankie cheated on Samira so Frankie was voted out when he was still with Samira and Samira just found him and Samira uh, left the villa to be with Frankie and then there was a video of him uh, kissing another girl at a club or something but I think they're back together now so that's Kind of all of note that's happened.
1: Oh, good. Well, it's me. I, They're all I doing you, personal you appearances, public of course
2: appearances they are. At clubs.
1: Of course they are. Well, you keep an eye on all that for us. Meanwhile, we'll take a, a very short break for uh, a commercial message.
2: Ah, yes.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
1: And what a fine product or uh, <laughs> podcast uh, it was, that, being advertised that it, it is and was and uh, will all, be. And always will be. Now, musically this week, it's been quite a cataclysmic week for music in that um, Aretha Franklin died. Yeah, uh, and it the very, Queen very Soul. sad.
2: Although. I'd been to see a gig and then we went to a pub afterwards and I was out with one of my friends and Dad texted me to say, Aretha Franklin's died. And I went to my friend, oh, Aretha Franklin's died. And she went, oh, Arthur Franklin, I loved him.
1: (laughs) Yes, Arthur (laughs) Franklin. And I said, that's not a person. What struck me about the death of Aretha Franklin is that if you followed all the obituaries on the the news, you would think she only ever made three records in her life. Think, which was in the Blues Brothers, Mm -hmm. uh, I Say a Little Prayer and Respect. You think there were only three? So you thought, well, hang on, we're honouring this Queen of Soul, and her career ended pff, circa nineteen seventy-one. That was the end of it. Yeah, but it she's... wasn't. It wasn't in any way whatsoever. She made a lot. I mean, even apart, of, obviously, she had that comeback where she sang together with uh, Annie Lennox, uh, Sisters are Doing It for Themselves, and she sang oh, yeah, together yeah, yeah. with uh, George Michael. I had a, in fact, was her only number one hit. I knew you were waiting, the one she and George Michael did. Yeah, but. Even before, you know, right through the 70s and 80s and 90s, she did all sorts of stuff. And I thought what would be interesting this week is to play, unfortunately, just the 20 seconds, but play 20 seconds of a song she did called uh, Deeper Love. Basically what it was, it was a dance tune. I, I saw a, a live performance of this that she did on the uh, David Letterman show in America. Uh, but I thought we'd hear a bit of that. Aretha Franklin doing something else. I get up out of bed I put on my clothes i got bills to pay Now you're 90 But I don't need no help. I've got a strong will to survive I've got a deeper love A deeper love deeper love
0: inside And I call oh. it high
1: there you go that's un- unfortunately i think i
2: actually did know that you know
1: have you heard that
2: i think i've heard it within a kind of gospel choir setting
1: it is. i'm just wondering yeah because the choir that you were in you used to do yeah we did some stuff. like gospel i wonder if you did poster. that because it is we've
2: not done it but um i'm pretty sure that i've had it played it is very to go- me. it's, it's like very gospel it's very gospel isn't it it's like an example of a gospel song that we can sing yeah
1: but yeah. nice to hear that this week. I think. Brilliant, Just, really, yeah. really
2: good one, yeah. and nice to honour someone who did sick.
1: indeed. She did have a strong will to survive. Listen, I've
2: got a strong will to survive.
1: There you are. It's a little, <laughs> it's a mess. You will. Know, well, this is the not
2: funny. Bit morbid.
1: No, it's not morbid. Um, I, I think it's great. What well, she did survive. I mean, if you read any of the obituaries, she had a terrible life in terms of uh, abuse and everything. She Mm, was married to a guy who was a pimp. She had two children in her teens. She She was pregnant at 12.
2: Like, oh yeah no I had yeah. seen that and then
1: she had another child oh when God, she was awful. pregnant again at 14 and mm-hmm. her, her dad was this Baptist preacher like you know real hellfire and brimstone preacher mm. he couldn't have a go at Aretha Franklin for getting pregnant at 13 because he'd impregnated one of his congregation who was uh, 13 oh, gosh, was. so she gross. had a very she had a very difficult life let's tumultuous. put it that way Tumultuous and not in a good way, though. But uh, yeah, so Will to Survive is one of the things that sort of comes through. So, what so are you playing for I'm us?
2: playing Jay Hus. Jay, Jay Hus. I yeah. always struggle with how to say that. He was an English rapper and singer. He, he's 23.
1: Right, let's hear it. Came from the dead, It's only right that I Spirit?
2: Yeah, um, it's called Spirit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So tell kind me about Jay Huss. He's English.
2: Yeah, English. He was, but is he African? Ghanaian.
1: Yeah, I thought so. Um, mm.
2: Mum, but he was born in Stratford.
1: Right. Yeah. I
2: think Ghanaian. There was a, is a, right. the whole
1: song sounded African. There was. Sort of yeah. African there's a. Um,
2: there's too. quite a like. He's got quite a grime type vibe. If you heard some of his other songs, and he was is featured he popular,
1: on. Is he getting the charts.
2: No, he doesn't get in the charts yet, but he was featured on one of Stormzy's albums. I think I don't know tons and tons about him because he's quite new. But he is at Leeds Fest this year, so I'm going to go and go see him. And I think that he will—he's got quite a grime type feeling, mm. I think mainly because he's from like London. Actually, where is Stratford?
1: Stratford's in London. Yeah, oh, yeah, London. East London. I, I was London. there on Saturday. That's where West Ham play at Stratford. In the so Olympic I thought Stadium. you might
2: like him because he's got quite a grime feel, and mm. I know you liked it and you liked Bugsy Malone, so I thought go a bit more grime this week. As yeah,
1: no, well. that's fine.
2: Fine, <laughs> the praise everyone fine, wants. Fine, I liked
1: it. Uh, I'm just sort of getting because uh, uh, normally I would never listen to any of that stuff obviously yeah uh,
2: you do get a taste for it as you listen to more and more of it yeah
1: let's talk a little bit about the serious stuff because I was interested last week that we got no reaction on the only thing we got reaction from on emails was Friends and faulty Towers which True. I suppose people love talking about those sort of things more as far as uh, anti-Semitism goes and we were talking about uh, Jeremy Corbyn very little reaction on that so I think Probably the certainly amongst the people who listen to our podcast, the general feeling is, you know, he's sort of mishandled stuff, etc. Yeah, but it's
2: not a definite threat to. No,
1: it's a bit hysterical to be leaving the country because of that. But I I was interested in seeing the 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 sort of Corbyn about the Corbyn supporters who are saying that...
2: Corbyn uh, supporters will go to the grave to defend Jeremy Corbyn. They
1: will. And th- their view on all this whole anti-Semitism row is it's been cooked up by people who want to get rid of Corbyn. Yeah. Which I thought to myself, well, yeah, maybe there's a bit of truth in that. Oh, that definitely. There are, that there are some people on the the right wing of the party uh, some people that's Blairites if you like who want to get rid of Corbyn and they've sort of seized on this anti-semitism thing to try and get rid of Corbyn and I thought to myself well it's the same effect because at the end of the day if people are that keen people within his own party are that keen on getting rid of him surely he's part of the the thing that a leader has to do is unite the party yeah you know even regardless he was, of
2: whether he actually is anti-semitic if people want to get rid of him so badly that they will say he's anti-semitic then clearly he can't be a good thing for the party
1: precisely you put that very concise so I was, sorry
2: uh, i kind of cut you off
1: you did kind of cut me off but i
2: thought i could say it more quickly <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're concise I mean, Are we going back to you're just here to press the buttons? <laughs> Uh, um, i will not
2: telling how to press the buttons, hey.
1: That's it. You can cut me out of the act altogether. Now, uh, uh, something else a bit of a news story that you might want to uh, react to. There's an advert for Gap Kids, which has, as a lot of ads have these days, it's an American advert, right? Um, and as a lot of ads have these days, they have some kids in it wearing the uh, hijab. But it's been uh, banned in France. The back-to-school campaign yeah. by Gap Kids uh, was shot in a New York primary school but uh, published by Gap in uh, French. So they've translated it on social media. The the girl's dressed in denim, but's wearing a headscarf as she plays with classmates of various uh, ethnicities, which is a very sort of Gap thing, isn't it? Who
2: shops at Gap anymore, anywhere?
1: (laughs) Well, that solved that one. Forget (laughs) about the cultural issues. Who shops at Gap?
2: True, though, isn't it? It's closed down everywhere in Leeds.
1: Well, there are loads in London. Are they? uh, Yeah, on Oxford Street.
2: Uniqlo's kind of
1: taken over from GAP yeah ah, we're back to our retail spot which is probably more interesting than our cultural identity spot but I just wondered what, what you thought well about I know fr- more
2: about retail than I do about cultural identity we'll, we'll take that
1: same in a second but what, because yeah. retail wise your old muckers your old mates at Sports Direct taking oh, over yeah, House of the, Fraser did <laughs> you see
2: that um, there was a picture and someone had done House of Fraser but in the Sports Direct font and it was so funny
1: Oh, right. That's like, you know,
2: that blue and red, blue really and red. tacky font. Tacky font, yeah, Sports yeah, yeah.
1: Direct, yeah, absolutely. But back to the French, what's your view on it then? Um, for, you know, the banning the hijab and the secular society. I don't think you the secular the society. why? Well, no. because they want to uh, yeah, it's preserve secular, the secularism yeah, yeah, yeah. of France. What do you feel yeah, about um, their secularism as opposed to our religious tolerance?
2: I think religious tolerance yeah. is better than secularism. So it's uh,
1: UK 1, France 0 on that um,
2: score. You can't control what people wear mm. when it's for their religion
1: let's go on. To, i don't
2: think what do you think
1: no i'm with i'm with you on that actually I'm really i'm
2: surprised that. i thought you would have said more to the kind of secular society where
1: well yeah i would prefer but i think historically i think from where we are now and where we've got to uh, i don't right, think yeah, you can yeah. then start you. Yeah, like if you were to is.
2: build a new world if i
1: was to start from the you know when i become a dictator and stop mm. the daily mail printing pages of nonsense about health and what you should eat and superfoods and who's skinny and who's fat when i'm in charge i will probably disestablish the church of england and will become a secular society yeah
2: the, the, I, yeah. But
1: where we are now, I think uh, it just... Well, A, it just creates controversy and bad feeling where, where you don't need to. Yeah,
2: it creates... It draws lines in the sand that don't need to be drawn. Mm.
1: On retail, though, because that's the other issue of this, uh, Well, why do you think Gap is... has Because Gap was a hugely successful store.
2: I don't know. I just think it got a bit boring, maybe, or mm. something. Um,
1: and so the, were, were they too expensive? Because Uniqlo and H&M... Uh, Seem to be in that sort of price point. That's quite proper You know, they're not Primark, but they're still yeah. pretty cheap.
2: I don't even know really. I don't. I've never shopped at Gap when I've had my own money. No. I've only ever shopped there when I was a kid.
1: So where do you shop now with your own money?
2: Topshop, Urban Outfitters, H and M.
1: H and M, but you don't. And there's it's interesting. The but then I'm
2: trying th- not to to shop in those shops as much. No, Urban you said Outfitters last week. Urban Outfitters is fine because no. they don't use sweatshops ever it's all individual brands
1: and uh, what, what's your feeling about your mates at sports direct taking over uh, house of fraser
2: i don't even know what are they gonna do with it
1: well that's a good point because the, the whole thing about department stores i mean there's one or two that just sort of hang in there and they're successful yeah I john lewis john lewis but when you know John Lewis and Debenham's Selfridges, kind Selfridges, of does. Well, Selfridges, well, Selfridges are in trouble. There's only a
2: couple of Selfridges, isn't there, really? Well,
1: there's Manchester and London, really.
2: Obviously, if you've seen Mister Selfridge, it kind of shows this very glamorous department store. But they're not really like that anymore. No, they're not. And it's like I don't need to get all my things together in one shop. I can go to Boots for my makeup and then H and M for my clothes. Mm.
1: That's this week's retail report. <laughs> Now, you uh, have some more of your uh, yeah. stuff.
2: Um, we can keep up with the Kardashians if you like, quickly.
1: Yes, let's keep up with the Kylie, because it's been really dull lately. So keeping... dull. Yeah, and In fact, last week I edited your entire keep up with the Kardashians section out. Out. So, so Jennifer, Ka-
2: Lo- Jennifer Lopez, j mm. fans, have slammed Kylie Jenner for looking bored during the MTV VMA's performance, and then they said Kylie is cancelled.
1: Right, the VMAs are the Video Music Association or something? Music Awards. Video thanks. Music Awards. And Kylie Jenner. Jenner has
2: looked bored during JLo's performance and people are not happy about it.
1: Right, but JLo's not saying anything about it, just people. No, just people. Yeah. Okay, what else?
2: That's is it, that um, it? Ka- Kardashians, that is literally it. Uh, Kim Kardashian think- wore a very um, impossibly small thong like bikini thong at the beach Mm -hmm. and she's you can see that she's had injections into her butt um but i thought i didn't really want to talk about that that much because i don't really agree with the premise
1: what of having injections into your butt no no i don't agree with bigger with oh with with the premise of
2: of looking at pictures pictures of kim kardashian wearing a really small thong and examining whether she's had surgery has she maybe who knows
1: that, again, is sort of Mail Online type stuff, is it? Where, yeah, where, do, yeah. where do you read all the that? The Mail Online. Did you read really? that? Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the Mail
2: Online is the Kim Kardashian thing. The Kylie Jenner thing was on, like, heat or something. Mm. Well, it's good, f- that. good
1: that you're looking at those things so we don't have to. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad you've uh, brought up the injections in the butt. That, that's to make the butt more rounded and bigger. And yeah, should we not? Okay, let's not uh, talk about that then. but we a bit but, weird
2: talking uh, about butt injections with you.
1: Fair enough. There are some things you want to talk about with your dad, and maybe some things you don't want to talk about with your dad. Exactly. And probably butt injections. Just doesn't quite make the... It just crosses the line. Just crosses the line a little bit. Right, thank you. And we did... uh, Love Island, where are they? Made in Chelsea.
2: It wasn't a great episode, I've got to say. Sam, Habs and Harry drama continues. Sam and Habs have split up, although they did get together. And so this girl called Diana, who Sam slept with while he was in Vegas and Habs was really upset about this, came over to in, to Croatia to see Sam mm-hmm. at the beckoned and call of Jamie Lang, because the programme's ridiculous. They Why kissed. are you still watching it then if it's ridiculous? No, it's brilliant, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> and they kissed, and Habs was still really quite annoyed about this. And Harry said he didn't do anything with his girl, but the girl said, he reached my hand and tried to hold my hand. And I was trying to talk about his girlfriend and I said, Is she the one? And he said, Well she's the one right now and Melissa is not happy about that.
1: And this is constructed reality, isn't it? So I assume I they the go idea, through the script. Not no, a script, there's not a script. Not a script, but they go through the, the moves and what's going, so who's going to say what. So I think that
2: what they do is so they'll put so they'll say, Today you're going to go to the beach and while you're there, Miles, I want you to take Tabitha for a conversation and talk about your relationship. And that's then whatever happens happens, or they'll say Harry, I want you to no uh, Melissa, I want you to confront Harry about the rumors about him and Diana, and that's what they'll say.
1: Right. So, so they kind a... of
2: say what the situation is, and then they're left to do with that what they want. But or sometimes they'll say, I want you to be annoyed.
1: So yeah, they, oh, so it, it, they're sort of manipulated more than anything.
2: Yeah, they're mani- but I think a lot of like the relationships are all real, if you know what I mean. So Harry and Melissa actually are boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm.
1: So um, Meme of the Week Gave me a choice of three So uh, go through them again oh, So I okay. so, so understand them And then um, I'll decide which is the best
2: Can't just be my mum that screams Watch that glass When anyone stands up within a mile radius of a drink on the floor
1: Good, I like it
2: Boy in the pub was telling me his job Is a penguin erector So every time a plane flies over Edinburgh Zoo The penguins can't take their eyes off it And end up falling over And he just goes around picking them back up 38 penguins, 2,000 flights a day.
1: Brilliant. Do the math. I, I, hey, yeah, I was talking of doing the math. Uh, nobody got in touch with us to tell us what percentage of 60 million 300,000 is, so we still don't know.
2: Oh, Tilly did.
1: Ah, right, Huge this is your friend me. Tilly. This is, yeah, yeah. right, we have um, 60 million people in Britain, 300,000 views. What percentage... Oh, I'm going to
2: have to go back through the messages because I didn't... Oh, here we go. Also 300,000 uh, 300,000 is not 0.5% of 60 million.
1: 0.5%
2: Am I the only one who... Yes. Out of 7 billion people on this planet, you are the only person in the whole world who prefers Indian to Chinese, Charlie, you insufferable twad.
1: <laughs> I like that. I think that's the best one. I think
2: that's funny, yeah. I
1: think that's very, very funny. They were doing the best joke from the Edinburgh Festival was in all the papers this week. Oh. And the joke was, it must be terrible working at the job centre because <laughs> if you get the sack, you have to go in again the next day.
2: <laughs> that's it's good.
1: wildly amusing. Um, I,
2: think, I see better jokes than that. Yeah. on Twitter like I every think, day yeah. I think
1: it's funny you, you know, you say that but there was a whole list of all, all the jokes uh, and I thought these are very much not so much jokes they're more tweets so that's more or less it for this week um, yeah. just a reminder on Spotify because yeah, don't think you've put the tunes I've not done it oh, yet yeah. you really uh, must do it I know, you're obviously no, not going to no, do it when you're at the, at the festival I'll do it tonight though
2: I'll, I'll sort it out. I'll sort
1: it out. You're definitely gonna sort that out. So, if you want to, if you want to look on, on Spotify, uh, you'll find uh, what's the how to do, do it.
2: Martin, if you can just type in Martin and Ruth and find our profile, or you can type in Ruthie, me and my dad, and that'll take you straight to the playlist.
1: Right, uh, the, the, the slightly, it's not
2: too hard to find. No,
1: it's not hard to find the slightly diminished playlist, but eventually the place d- that
2: needs to be updated needs, stuff forget every week.
1: And uh, do keep your your emails coming because they're very useful. Uh, we we'll get a bit fun. of feedback; and they're fun. Uh, Martin and Ruth Podcaster at gmail.com. dot Martin and Ruth Podcaster at gmail.com.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we're not saying we're sacking it off. We're Because we're not doing that anymore. We're just
2: going to say
0: goodbye.
1: We're just going to say in a very simple goodbye then. So uh, thank, you. thank you very much indeed. And goodbye.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus...